Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, <laughs> me and you. We are all aging, and we all have the opportunity to age like gurus in the sense that we uh, begin to in- access our inner wisdom. And uh, we have it there. It's there. And the way the way that we uh, access it or the degree to which we access it or the willingness to access it, that's all choice. Uh, the last uh, three, um, last week's podcasts, and a lot of times I'll do these all, I'll do three or four on the same day. Uh, so they seem to have a theme. So last week's theme uh, what had to do with self-awareness and the degree to which we have self-awareness or the degree to which we don't have self-awareness. And uh, there, the studies that have been done show that very few people actually uh, have self-awareness. And it's, I think it's more not only like the degree that they have it and we don't, but uh, the levels of self-awareness that we can have and then, and how do you know? So uh, today's podcast has to do with the theme for today is um, how many elders are there among the elderly? That's, that's my intention to get to today in a sense that when we, we think of elderly people, we think that they have a level of wisdom and maturity and clarity about life. And they have their elders that one would want to go to and say, how do I do this? How do I be in the world? How do I, you know, how do I know this and that? And we uh, assume that elders or that are among the elderly, we assume that the elderly are elders and that they would know. But the fact of the matter is, is that most elderly people have not cultivated much wisdom in their life. They've cultivated some. I think it's sort of hard not to, uh, but the degree to which we're willing to think about things and really put the wisdom into a context that makes sense uh, in our human existence, I think that's something else. So coming to this place again of uh, self-awareness, um, how do we know? Uh, and I've been talking about this uh, in these podcasts, but also in my aging group and uh, other places. And people say, well, how do you know you have self-awareness? And the first thing is, is that you're aware that you are making choices, that you're not a robotan or robot kind of individual who are making decisions because you do, but you make decisions because you're choosing to make decisions. And the more clear you are about that you're choosing to choose what you choose, the more wisdom that you have, the more clarity you have, the more self-awareness that you have that somehow you are choosing how you're making choices. And I've talked about this before because in, in my coaching trainings and my coaching practice and principles, it always comes down to how are you choosing to choose what you choose. And so many of us choose to stay ignorant, if you will. And ignorance, in a sense, I want to ignore I want to ignore (laughs) the circumstance. I want to ignore the consequences that are occurring. I want to ignore the restlessness, the irritability, the confusion, the disappointment, the, the sadness, the grief, the anger. I want to ignore it all and in essence, go back to sleep. 
I don't want to know that these things are happening to me. And very clearly, you know, we don't want to know this is happening to us in our aging process. In a sense, you know, if you don't look in the mirror, you don't actually see much about your how you're aging unless you're physically declining, in which case you, you feel that. But for me, uh, if I didn't look in the mirror, I think I would think of myself as being about 38 years old because that's how I act in a sense that I'm playful and relaxed and, you know, do stuff that I see 39 or 38 year olds do or younger. Uh, but I do it because it's who I am. I have that playfulness and that's part of awareness, self-awareness of who I am. And so uh, as I'm aging, uh, I wrote a book about, gosh, nine or 10 years ago. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, 2010, I started a book called um, Cultivating Spirituality in Children. And the reason I wrote that book was um, I, you know, I think of myself as being a spiritual teacher. Um, I'm not a guru. I'm just a person who teaches spiritual principles and human principles and existential principles and support people and empower people to live their life from their own unique principles. But when I was thinking about my grandson who was in my daughter's tummy at the time, and it was like, how am I going to teach these principles? You know, how am I going to get this across? And what showed up was like, I can't, there, you know, nobody wants to hear unless you ask, right? You go to church or you go to listen to people talk or you're listening to these podcasts because you want to hear what somebody says. Um, But normal people don't want to hear their parents or their grandparents pontificate about anything. They just don't. So the only way that you can do what you want to do or get your message across is to actually be that which you would like your to see and what you would like to see in your in your offsprings or people who are important to you. So um, being the change, uh, as Gandhi would say, or uh, uh, walk your talk as the 12-step programs talk about walk your talk. Don't talk about it, just walk it. And that's a very difficult thing to do. And uh, But the people who do that, those are the people that we're attracted to and emulate, not because they're talking about it. And, and, and in a sense, a lot of times people who talk about it, including me to some degree, have a spiritual arrogance or a spiritual sense of righteousness. This is the way to do it. This is the way to walk the path. Um, At the same time, there has to be, if you're an elder, incredible humiliation, not humiliation, that too. To experience humiliation as part of being a human being and to, to know that then is to experience it and accept that the humiliation uh, brings us quite often to humility and humbleness, that we are um, a divine being in this human experience. And it's humbling when we realize who we are. And that hum- ability to uh, shift from an arrogance and slash the polarity of arrogance would be humiliation if we make a mistake or found out to a place of humbleness. So in this process of um, growing ourselves, process of becoming self-aware, we're realizing that we are this human being. We're, we're in these states of being while we're being human. And, and to um, cultivate an awareness of that means that we now become more at choice about which of the 
um, states of being are important enough and which are not. So in a sense, um, in our particular culture, and I think it's true for a, lo- a lot of cultures, um, fear is cultivated. The fear of lack is cultivated. As we age, we lack motivation, perhaps, or we lack physical abilities. We lack stamina. We lack a lot of things that we're told we lack, and, and that that, uh, that um, creates fear for us uh, as we you know, have children or, or whatever element of life process we are in, um, media and, uh, media and other people and the energy (laughs) around us cultivates fear quite often. But as, as an elder, that elder can say, look, I'm choosing not to live in that fear. I'm, I'm choosing not to, to uh, make choices based on fear. I'm choosing based on, uh, life that life's calling, uh, divine calling, uh, who I am in this process, how I am being, how I am experiencing life directly. And knowing that this is all that matters is that I am having this direct experience. And this is my experience of life. And I can speak to you from this experience without necessarily saying this is true for everyone. Uh, this is the way. Uh, there's many different um, sayings, but basically saying there's thousands of paths uh, to divine, uh, to divinity or to, to that place of spiritual wisdom. There's thousands and thousands, billions of paths, because each one of us is on our own unique path to finding that relationship with our divinity, with our divine self. And when we can know that, then even though I'm speaking to you, I'm really encouraging you to, to explore within yourself your own knowing, your own wisdom, your own principles. And as an elder, I think that's what we have to offer other people to say, hey, I trust you and I know that you are safe to explore within yourself and in the world who you are and how what's yours to do how to be in the world because of you being this divine essence so that's pretty much it gracie agrees um that we have the ability to be elders uh but it's rare and if you're looking for an elder um you know be clear for yourself of what that means what you need for yourself in guidance and support and wisdom that you can go to and know that that guidance also is within you. All right, big hugs to you, blessings, and uh, bye for now. Mm-hmm.